Hello, hello. You're listening to Ignite Your Light with Zara Black. Today, I wanted to talk about self-abandonment. Self-abandonment. And I think that's something a lot of people can really relate to if they really check themselves, okay? I have done this time and time and time and time and time and time. Oh, I'll keep going time and time and time again. (laughs) Time again. And it's almost like without actually knowing that there is a term for doing this to myself, you know, abandoning myself. What does that mean? That means when I have a specific maybe set of values or something that I want, you know, maybe in a relationship, for for example, a set of standards that I have in a relationship, for example, and I will almost sell myself out in a relationship, you know, or another situation. It might be a work relationship um, or work situation rather, and you'll basically sell out what you really think or what you really want to happen or maybe the pay that you really want or the position that you really want or what have you. Um, in hope of being liked. This can be, again, in maybe a family situation where you don't want to do something or you don't want to go somewhere and, you know, maybe you feel pressured by the family to conform, to be, um, you know, accepted by the family. So you'll sell yourself out. You'll sell your real, true, honest feelings towards a, a thing or a person or an event or whatever, just in the hope of keeping people happy. So self-abandonment kind of goes hand in hand with people pleasing in a way, because, you know, let's take it back to childhood. Let's take it back to childhood. I think from childhood, a lot of people may have gotten intermittent pieces of, of love so in in my example for let me just give you an example like in in my childhood for example and in many similar households with people who might um self-abandon themselves it's almost like you you you're taught that you have to keep people happy in order for them to like you you know And if you feel like, oh my goodness, this person might not like me um, if I don't comply or if I don't do this or I don't do that, then I might not be liked. I might not be loved. I might not, you know, get this level of attention. I might not get this level of love. So I will abandon my feelings. I will abandon what I want. I'll just abandon my values. You know, I think this happens a lot with teenagers as well. You know, when they start hanging around with those kind of people that they ain't supposed to be hanging around with and stuff like that. And you'll just abandon yourself and start doing stuff that you don't even really want to do. But it's just that peer pressure around you. So you'll abandon what you really think and what you really want and how you really want to behave. And maybe even the people that you want to be hanging around with because you think that you need to be with this set of people and you have those set of values and do those sorts of actions and stuff like that. So even though that gut feeling within you is like, "Mm -mm, I need to get away from this or this doesn't feel right or I don't really want to be doing this. And I think a lot of people do this in relationships as well. 
if you're not used to love or, you know, you've never gotten love like this before, or, you know, you've never had a man, you know, take you away or treat you nice and take you to a nice restaurant and rub on your feet or whatever, you know, and then this wonderful man comes along and he's like doing all these wonderful things to you or with you or whatever. And it's just bliss. And maybe he wants you to engage in something that you maybe don't want to engage in. But because you don't want to lose that love that this man is giving you, you know, or maybe this woman is giving you, you know, you've never had this kind of love from a woman before, this kind of care, this kind of attention, this kind of, ooh, you know, and then she wants you to engage in something that you're not really comfortable with. This doesn't really sit in line with, you know, what you really want and how, you know, it's, it's not really making you feel good. So what are you going to do? And if you haven't been used to this kind of love before, you're more you're more susceptible to sell out your own values, your own thoughts, your own feelings. Like, you know, you'd, you'd rather sit and be uncomfortable in a situation than to just speak up for yourself and say, you know what, I'm not comfortable with this. I, I, I'm not having this, you know. So a lot of people do this in relationships, just abandon themselves on what they really think and what they really feel. And, you know, in the hope of being liked or accepted or loved by another person. And it's like really, really deep, you know, it's really, really deep that that some of us do this. You know, I mean, I was aware that I that I was doing this, you know, in my um in my marriage you know there was there was tons of things i could say even from the from the start from the start you know i think i i, I pretty much self abandoned you know there was lots of things that i let slide and bypass and stuff that like you know i had a certain you know bar you know i had a, i had a certain standard for what i wanted you know in a man and a husband and you know i had a certain bar and when I noticed that, mm, like, you know, this guy isn't really measuring up in this department, or he's not really measuring up in that department, he's not really measuring up in that department, I let them slide. I let them slide. Why did I let them slide? Because I'm thinking, I don't want to lose this love. I don't want to lose this attention. I don't want to lose that because I'm not used to that, you know? I'm not used to that. So I really want to give this a try. I, I, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want, I don't, I don't want this to end. You know, I don't want to be alone. I want somebody to love me. I want somebody to like me. I want someone to, you know, want to be around me. So I want to keep that person happy so that they'll continue to keep me happy. You know, that's how it works. Right. But if it means that you're like selling yourself out to be with the person, Mm, it's not a good look because eventually your soul is going to be crying out to you like, eh, no, no, you know, no, like it's just going to be like, you know, someone knocking on the door and not going away. Like it's just going to keep eating away at you until you finally open the door and be like, yes. You know, I'm ready to answer, but usually by that time it's, it's too late and you've gone too deep into the relationship and, you know, now there's more to lose. There's been more invested. It's like devastation, you know, and I think that there's a lot of power in walking away. There's a lot of power in 
saying, you know what, I'm not comfortable with this. This is not what I want. This is not in line with my views or my values, my beliefs, my standards. Okay. And I'm going to walk away from this, you know, although it might be painful, it might be painful for you. It might be painful for the other person, you know, if there's kids involved or whatever, you know, might be painful for them. Whatever's happened, it's going to be painful. But, you know, that's why I'm saying this. So, you know, it's so important to not abandon yourself in the beginning so that, you know, when you start noticing that mm, I'm not really comfortable with this, mm, I don't really like that because when you don't, um, when you do abandon yourself in the beginning, you get deeper and deeper, you know, you just keep digging a bigger hole for yourself, you know, and this, this hole is, is the one you're going to need to climb out of eventually. So, you know, you better be mindful that you, you don't dig yourself a hole you can't come out from. So, you know, always be mindful of that when you're, when you're, um, contemplating self-abandoning, you know, You've got to remember that you are the most important person of all. Your happiness is the most important above all, above everybody. Your happiness is the most important. So yes, you might want this person to continue making you happy and stuff like that. But if it's at the expense of you secretly not being all the way happy, like 100% happy, then is it really worth it? Is this relationship really worth you, um, you know, sacrificing yourself, really? Sacrificing your own self for the relationship. And, you know, I'm just saying that, you know, this is just an example of self-abandoning in a relationship context. But as I said in the beginning, you could have all sorts of self-abandoning happening in the workplace, you know, things that you might feel, you know, you have to do or comply with and stuff like that because you want to fit in or because you're the new girl or the new new guy on the on on the scene or whatever. So you might like abandon yourself and just forget about what you want, what you like, the way you like to work. You know, maybe they've given you a request that you are just not interested in doing, but you'll do it anyway. Why? Because, you know, they are more important than you apparently. Hmm. I would think about that. You know, why do we always think that somebody else is more important than us? That pleasing people outside of ourselves is more important than actually keeping ourselves happy. Like that's the person that we need to have the best relationship with. And you need to get used to not selling yourself out because you are that person that is looking after yourself. You know, you might think, oh, yeah, your parents are looking after you or whatever. But no, ultimately, when your parents are gone, you are the only person that you're going to have to depend on. You know, when your wife divorces you or your husband divorces you or, you know, your children grow up or whatever, you, you will always be the one to look after yourself. You've got to look out for yourself, you know, you've got to look out for yourself. That is so important to just have that strong relationship with yourself and your intuition. Never abandon yourself. And when you catch yourself in these moments where, mm, should I, should I not, should I, should I not, you know, just always remember, should I abandon myself? Hmm. 
Because that's a big it's a big question to ask yourself. And I think it will it will wake you up in that moment to uh okay, the what I'm actually doing categorically by complying to this, I am abandoning myself. You know? It's black and white, it's plain to see, you know, that this is self abandonment. I'm going along with something that I don't actually really want to do just to make these set of people happy, you know? It happens a lot in the religious context. I remember sitting in several church services where I was thinking, this guy is like, I don't know what he's preaching about because, you know, this is wrong. You know, I remember feeling so uncomfortable, you know, with the kind of things that were being set up there. I didn't agree with them. And I thought this guy's, you know, off his rocker. But, you know, I still sat there and I sure I still came back the next Sunday too, <laughs> abandoning myself because I know I'm uncomfortable. I know I'm uncomfortable. I know I don't agree with what he's saying. I know these things and I, I'm abandoning myself, you know, in order to, I don't know what I felt like I was doing back then, you know, sitting up in there. But I'm abandoning myself to, to, to save face or to get grace or, I don't know, self-abandoning, you know? I think a lot of people do this in, in, in religious contexts as well because there's kind of an enmeshment happening when you're involved in religion. You can, you, you almost create this, I won't say create this, let me... I don't know if I'm just being too um, um, political, but I, 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 there is an enmeshment happening when you're involved in a, in a religion. And it's almost like you just thinking, oh, okay, in this specific scenario, what would God do? You know, and, and yeah, essentially, you know, I, I know in the Christian community, there's this, um, I don't know, this bracelet that people wear, you know, WWJD, you know, what would Jesus do? And, you know, in any kind of situational context or whatever, you've got to think, mm, what would Jesus do? You know, that kind of thing. And in those moments, you, you really can self-abandon because you're not thinking with your logical mind and your brain and your intuition thinking, okay, I need to look after myself right now. Okay. I need to look after myself right now. And I need to do what's in my best interest and what, you know, what feels good within myself to keep me safe, to keep me comfortable, you know. And in that kind of instance, if what you think Jesus is saying or what you think Jesus would do conflicts with what you think that you would do, you will sell yourself out for what you think that Jesus would do, you know, if that makes sense. If, if, if what you think Jesus would do is, is, is contrary to what you feel right within your soul is the right decision to make, you'll probably sell yourself out for what you think Jesus would do, you know, because it's all about keeping Jesus happy instead of keeping yourself happy, you know? So that's how it can happen in the, in the religious context as well, in a spiritual context context you know if some guru or some yogi master is telling you you know what you've got to do this you know you might comply you might 
abandon yourself in the hope of gaining, you know, enlightenment or favor or grace or whatever, you know, from this, this, this guru or this, this yogi master or what have you, you know, it's really, really easy to, to abandon ourselves. We do it on a day-to-day basis, you know, just basic with our friends, you know, just basic stuff with our friends. So, you know, your friend is just talking and talking and talking on the phone and you're like, oh, you know what, I really don't want to talk right now, but you abandon yourself. You've got work to do. You've got homework. You've got coursework. You've got stuff to do, like, you know, but you'll abandon yourself and say, I'm not important right now. I'll just, you know, stay on the phone and talk with my friend because obviously my friend is more important than me. Uh, and and my coursework and whatever the hell else I've got to do with myself, I'll just abandon myself, you know. Your friend tells you to, to come somewhere with them, you know, come play some football on Sunday or whatever, and you're like, I really don't want to go in your heart. But then, for whatever reason, you think, okay, let me abandon myself and what I really think, because obviously maybe I'm trying to keep these set of people happy or, you know, whatever, Whatever the case might be, like it can be in so many contexts that it's just disgusting. <laughs> it's actually disgusting the amount of context, you know. Some people, you know, we could even sell ourselves out to strangers. That's the funniest thing, you know. And to strangers as well, you can self-abandon, you know, in order to keep to keep some member of the public happy. Let me sell myself out. I don't feel good about this right now, but I'm just going to let this, this, um, this shop clerk, you know, have it their way or, you know, whatever the case might be. Can't really think of a scenario right now, but you know, I think you've got the flow. You, you guys can make up your own scenarios of, of people self-abandoning, you know, don't abandon yourself in the, in the hope of somebody else. As I said, like, I think this is the most important point of this entire episode to look at yourself as the adult that needs to take care of the child within you, you know? Would you abandon your child? No. So why would you abandon yourself, you know? Just think of that little child that you were when you were six years old and how happy you were, or not in some cases. You know, but that either way, happy or sad, that child needs taken care of and you are that child's caretaker. So take care of yourself first. Do not abandon yourself. Do not sell yourself out for love or care or attention or admiration for somebody else. You know, if somebody's doing something that doesn't make you feel comfortable, then, you know, that person has got to go. That group has got to go, you know. A situation has to end. We do this so many times in, in family, like family can be really aggressive, really, really aggressive. You know, it's very easy to self-abandon in a family because, you know, everybody wants to feel some sense of belonging. That's a human need. And I think that's the basis of selling ourselves out in the first place. You know, that's the basis of abandoning ourselves in the first place, because we're thinking, I don't want to lose community. I don't want to lose connection. I don't want to lose all of that. So I would rather attach myself to be attach myself to people 
whether that be in a in a healthy way or unhealthy way, I'm gonna attach myself <laughs> by hook or by crook. I'm gonna attach myself to somebody. You know, it's, <laughs> nobody's gonna leave me. <laughs> If it means, okay, I don't get my needs met, fine. Well, that's fine by me. I, I need that community, you know? I'm so uncomfortable in this situation, you know? To, to some degree, it might even make you cringe. It might make your stomach turn. You might just have all these kind of physical things going on in your body. Your intuition is screaming at you, stop, you know? Stop, don't go, don't do it, don't engage, don't, you know? And we would just do it anyway. We just abandon ourselves and leave ourselves there. Leave that little child within us. We'll just leave it there. Why? To go and please other people. To go and please other people as if people are more important than you. No. That needs to stop. Not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, I'll tell you, when I was getting married, this is probably like the, 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 the epic, the most epic story of self-abandonment in, in, in the history of life, you know, <laughs> I did not want to get married to my ex-husband. I didn't want to marry him. I told him I don't want to marry you, I, you know, I, I took off the ring, I threw it at him, you know, whatever. And somehow, I think over a, over a couple of days or weeks or something, you know, we'd basically been coached by this, you know, alleged, and I say alleged, okay, alleged, because I, I still don't know who that man really is today, Okay. We were coached by this alleged prophet that, you know, we needed to get married and stuff like that to get right with God and things like this. And I'm having like these vivid dreams of me like running away and he's chasing me. You know, my ex-husband is chasing me and, you know, stuff like that. You know, just stuff that he was doing around the time. I was like, you know, this is just not the man for me. Like... You know, he would do like stuff like deliberately trying to aggravate me and, you know, just like making fun of me and, you know, like kind of teasing me and stuff like that. Like, you know, taunting me till early hours of the morning. <laughs> Sounds funny, but, you know, taunting me till early hours of the morning. Like he would just like would not stop until I absolutely snapped and lost it and went like ballistic and then you know it's only at that point that I would go ballistic that he would be like wow you know you, you've got anger issues you need to you know you need to some anger management or something like that or you know oh, let me pray for you or something like that you know but you know just going back to my point you know I knew I didn't want to marry this person you know and because I was too focused on keeping God happy, because I genuinely thought that, oh, this is what God wants, you know, I don't care about what I want. I care about what God wants because I want to stay in line with God. I want to do what God thinks is good for me and stuff like that. So in my mind, I was doing the right thing because I, you know, I, I, I want to stay on the safe side. I want to stay, you know, where I think is safe and what's going to, you know, keep me on the, on the, on the, up upright side of life right 
want to seem like a good person and all. So I'm thinking, you know, I was told that, you know, this is my, this is my husband, essentially. And I need to marry him. So I'm thinking, okay, I really don't want to marry this man. Like I've seen stuff that I'm like, hell no. Um, I've told him, I, you know, just, I just didn't want to marry him. I just knew that this is not the one for me. My body was telling me, my dreams were telling me like physically he was kind of letting me know that this is not the one. And I abandoned myself on that altar, I have to say, because I knew that this is not what I wanted. Okay. I knew that in my heart, in my gut, in my intuition, I knew that this is not, this is not what I want, but I want to impress God or I want to impress this prophet that's, you know, forcing me or coercing me to, to marry this guy, you know, that's more important. You know, the, what the prophet is saying is more important than, 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 than what I think, you know, than what I'm feeling. I can't just go to the prophet and say, well, excuse me, prophet, um, I just had a dream last night that this guy was chasing me and for that reason, I'm out, you know, or tell him point blank, listen, this is not going to happen, you know, because I feel in my gut that this is not right. I don't care what nobody says. This is what I feel. This is what my intuition is telling me and I am not going forward with this, period, you know, being so strong within myself and being so strong within my intuition and being so strong within what I feel in my heart is right, you know, and being confident enough to come out with that, being confident enough to say, no, I'm not going to do something that's not in my best interest. I'm not going to continue with something that's already making me feel bad and sign myself up for, you know, damnation, you know, soul destruction. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to value myself. I'm going to value myself. I'm going to treat myself like that little child that needs to be looked after. I'm going to stand up for her. I'm going to, I'm going to say no. She needs protecting, you know, she doesn't want to get married. So she's not going to period, you know, she doesn't want to do this. So she's not going to, or he doesn't want to do this. So he's not going to, you know, start to look at it like that, you know, protect yourself as you'd protect your child, you know, my child doesn't want to do that. She's not doing it, period. You know, my son doesn't want to do that. He's not doing it, period. Nobody's going to force, coerce, manipulate your child to do anything that they don't want to do. Same thing with you. If you need to get into that mind frame that, you know, you are that little child, then, you know, do whatever you need to do, but do not abandon yourself in the hope of you know, gaining some kind of favor in this life, you know, do not abandon yourself. So many of us get into these kind of situations just to talk about it on the relationship aspect, you know, we'll sell ourselves out. We're in relationships we don't even want to be in. We're so uncomfortable with the kind of stuff that we're, we're putting up with in these relationships. And we're so afraid to just let go and just say, you know what, this is not for me, you know, this is not for me. This is not making me happy. This is not making me comfortable. You know, the child within me is not comfortable and he deserves to be comfortable. I love him so much that he's going to be comfortable because I'm going to walk away from whatever's not making him comfortable. You know, I love her so much that 
I'm going to walk away from anything that's not making her comfortable, you know, or anyone that's not making her comfortable, whether that be your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you know, your auntie, your uncle, your grandma, your mother, father, friend, whoever, your boss, whoever is making me uncomfortable. I am not going to sell myself out. I am not going to, to abandon myself. I'm not going to sell myself out in the hope of people liking me or loving me or, you know, whatever. So I hope you have all enjoyed this um, podcast. I really hope it helps somebody out there who has abandoned themselves in some type of way, shape or form. I think we've all done this on some level. But, you know, I just wanted to put this out there to help those who... Um, are struggling with this right now just to give you you know a little bit of um encouragement okay so uh it'd be good to hear your thoughts views opinions um you can follow me at zara black that's x-a-r-a black on all the social networks um and yeah thank you so much for listening